Hello, everyone. It's Paul again, back here with another episode of The Real Estate Playbook. I hope your year is going well. We are officially six months into 2022. Feel surreal. Time is flying. Thanks for sticking with us for the past six months. I'm joined by a very special guest today. His initials, AA, like a battery, because he's always running. <laughs> My guest is Austin Albritton. How are you, Austin? Hey, good. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for joining me on a weekend. I really appreciate it. Happy to be here. You got any 4th of July plans, man? Uh, I have a friend who's doing a little lakefront 4th of July party on Sunday uh, tomorrow. So doing that. Um, Other than that, just working. Love it, man. The grind never stops, right? Yep. It doesn't. (laughs) I feel a little guilty, actually, for... Going to that party instead of, uh, you know, the couple hours I could be out there in the field. Yeah. But. I was just talking to Brett last week and he was just, we were talking a little bit about um, how vacation simply is not a reality for many real estate agents. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're behind anytime you step away. So mm-hmm. it's, it's rough. Even if you find the time, your phone doesn't stop ringing. So. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, Austin, thanks for joining me, man. Um, Let's start off by talking a little bit about your background, how you got into real estate and how you got to where you are today, if you don't mind. Sure. So uh, I'm kind of a weird story. Um, I'm actually a Tampa native, uh, seventh generation Floridian, which is rare to hear that. It's a lot of generations. Um, Yeah. And we're still not fully acclimated to the heat and humidity (laughs) here. But um, so I grew up in the Tampa Bay area. I'm well familiar with the whole the whole area and everything happened you know crazy expansion development um i uh went to east lake high school um just uh southwest of here and i went to the university of florida where i studied uh video production and business administration so um i'm well familiar with this world (laughs) the production world um, it's kind of a weird story in high school. Uh, I was a much better student than when I was in college. So I got, I got ahead, you know, before all the partying and drinking and socializing, I was a, a swimmer and, um, you know, ahead of my class with, uh, AP credits. So I walked into college, uh, pretty much halfway done. Um, and I didn't want to graduate in two years because I loved it so much up there. Oh, so nice. I just picked up a second major. Um, it was not to really be proud of a double major. It's just because <laughs> I wanted to stay there and with my friends for uh, another two years. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I picked up uh, video production because, um, you know, business I felt was a, a good backbone to have no matter what. I was passionate about that. I was passionate about entrepreneurship and things happening in the tech world. Um, and uh, let's see, this was 2009, 2010. Um, we started to see rumblings of a recession happening. And I was like, oh, God, I need to <laughs> diversify and, um, you know, not fully count on there being a business job, right. especially a management job for me when I graduated. So. Uh, I picked up video production because I was passionate about that. Um, I joined several clubs around video production and film clubs and things like that. And uh, I was full, I fully intended to graduate and move into the you know video production world, which is what I did for 
about four years after college, after graduating. Um, and uh, so I was a independent contractor, basically heading up my own one person video production company. Um, I did that in college uh, for various small businesses and Greek organizations at UF, um, created promotional video for them, um, marketing type videos and little like website backgrounds. That was the big thing back then yeah. with the video and the, you know, having a video background was a big deal oh, yeah. in, in 2012, <laughs> um, cutting edge stuff. Um, so I did a lot of that in college afterwards. Uh, I did a lot of, um, you know, more marketing style videos for, for companies that I was connected with, uh, and also, uh, promotional videos for live, um, concerts and music events, which nice. I was really passionate about. That was awesome because sounds like a cool gig. Yeah. I mean, it, it was awesome. It gives you backstage access to, uh, you know, green rooms and things like that mm. and, uh, get to live a little bit of the life of, uh you know, the rock star coming to yeah. your town. Right. <laughs> um, so that was really cool. Uh, I got picked up by a tech company out in Silicon Valley called tilt, which was a crowdfunding platform, uh, similar to Kickstarter, but for like live, uh, music venue, music events. Right. Nice. Um, so they actually flew me out to several colleges throughout the U S, um, over the course of like two, three years. Um, where I would record video, fly out with all my production equipment, and basically create social media content for whatever events that they were promoting at mm -hmm. the time. Um, so that was great experience. Um, but after that, kind of my business kind of dwindled. I was at an inflection point where I could either, I felt like it was either going to bust or it was going to boom. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, it just didn't really go anywhere past that um it kind of devolved into a hobby and like a paid hobby for me and then at, at this point it's something that i still know how to do but it's more of just like a, a hobby yeah. that i enjoy um and i i am ashamed to say I, it's been a while since i've picked up my dslr uh, there have been major strides in the production world since i last uh picked up a camera but um Anyway, so what I, we kind of reviewed your questions <laughs> beforehand. Uh, I was going to preface this by saying, answer, starting to answer a question that you haven't even asked yet, which no, is one well, of my strengths right is like uh, just being adaptable. Um, so I, I'm not fully ready to say I'm, I'm going to walk away from that world altogether. Yeah. Um, it'll still be a passion of mine probably till the day I die. Um, but uh I adapted and I fell back on my business experience to kind of pivot and figure out, okay, I like to do marketing. I was good at creating a picture that was um, attractive to people to get people interested in uh, whatever I was hawking, right? Yeah. Uh, so marketing was a kind of a logical next step for using my business experience um, or my you know knowledge. I didn't have much experience at the time, but so I kind of launched into social media and digital marketing. Uh, I learned graphic design, not easy stuff. Um, 
that is a that is a tough industry to break into. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, by the way, for all my creatives out there, any industry that looks sexy from the outside, uh, you're going to be up against a lot of people that are willing to do it for less than you, <laughs> who are more experienced than you are. So just rising above the crowd of, hey, this is, you know, this is something I'd like to do. Maybe I can find a job doing it. Yes, I mean, I'm all for doing free work, um, doing work on spec, hoping that somebody will buy it from you at some point. Um, and I obviously value the, you know, the value of an internship, but um, rising above every other hobbyist willing to do it for free is difficult. For sure. Right. So anyway, um, major sidebar. Um, so digital marketing was my next step. I did some of that. Um, still did some video production content, graphic design, things like that. Um, and let's see. Um, yeah, I just kind of became a media guru. Right. <laughs> kind of what you are, right? <laughs> Except that wasn't as good. Uh, oh, I, was, I, was early, I was earlier in my career, too, so I didn't know <laughs> what the hell I was doing. Um, uh, but uh, at some point, um, I kind of just realized that I was good at talking with people, and I could probably be a lot more successful doing that um, or pivoting again to a role where I could influence people, talk to people, and be an advisor-type role. Yeah. Um, than to continue struggling in the social media world or, you know, digital marketing. I knew that there was a, there are people that are making it. Obviously, there are people that are crushing it in digital marketing. But I knew it was a, such a long road to get there. Absolutely. And it was fraught with obstacles. And, and there's no guarantee that you'll even get there. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So, basically, I tried out for... Um, a sales role with a local IT company that is killing it. Uh, and they liked me. So they gave me a chance and um, I did well. Ultimately, uh, I discovered that it wasn't the right fit for me. Not the company itself, but the sales uh, division of the company wasn't really aligned with the way that I wanted to do things. Yeah. So... Um, uh, my my girlfriend's mom, as a matter of fact, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this, uh, heard me on the phone during a sales call, and she said, "Wow, he'd be a really great agent." Yeah. How do I how do I get him in front of the right people to maybe get this ball rolling? Because she knew she knew I wasn't really happy in my previous role, um, so she introduced me to Joe, and I came in and. Uh, <laughs> The interview process was very brief. Yeah. <laughs> he just talked to me for like, I don't know, three, four minutes. And he was like, okay, you're, you're hired. He didn't even say Sold, that. He was yeah. just like, when do you start? Mm -hmm. uh, when can you start? <laughs> um, so I started as an ISA and here at 54 Realty, we call them agent partners. Um, and uh, basically it's a kind of a sales development back office type role um, where you're an internal sales assistant Um you're the spearhead of when a customer engages in real estate at this brokerage, the AP is the first person that you speak to. Yeah. Um, and uh, the role has kind of morphed over time as it should. 
right? But um, back when I started, it was sort of like a, um, we did more discovery uh, than um, I think Zillow kind of wanted us to. <laughs> um, and so we kind of took a step back from that, but um, it, it's changed over time. But I really liked the, um, just talking to people, I like the fact that you don't have to explain to anybody what real estate is. Mm -hmm. uh, I've had sales roles where it's an uphill battle. <laughs> I mean, they may not even know what you're selling or why, or even the category of what you're selling. Sure. Right. <laughs> uh, and to educate the customer or client um, on what you're trying to sell to them can be such an uphill battle. Yeah. Right. With real estate, not the case at all, obviously. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody needs housing, whether they're renting or buying. Uh, so I liked that. I liked the fact that I was talking with just normal people who were very easy for the most part to work with. I've had some cases where that's not the case. Um, but I just found it uh, kind of a natural fit. And so um, I continued working that role and uh, studied for my real estate license. Um, I joined with the intention of always becoming an agent at some point. Um, so um, my days were kind of numbered as an AP, so right. to speak. Um, but uh, yeah, I find it, it took me a while to take the course while working. Um, but I uh, finally got it done. And um, I think it was in March. This, this year, I uh, finally uh, got the certificate and got licensed and uh, been training, onboarding, learning, and working all at the same time. Woo! So here I am today on a podcast, my very first podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been an exciting and weird journey it sounds like it man <laughs> yeah you had a lot of different uh, uh paths that you followed um i thought of a couple different things there as you were going through uh your career the first thing i wanted to ask you about um your role as a video production specialist i'm not sure how you would classify it but you mentioned you did a lot of traveling and you were kind of a one-man show a lot of the time you and i were kind of just talking earlier about how difficult it is to be a one-man show do you think that in any way prepared you for your current role? Because I know as a realtor, yes, depending on where you are, you have a support team, you have mentors, yada, yada. But a lot of the times you're out on your own in the field. Do you think your experience in any way has prepared you for that? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I'm not flying as much right. these days, but um, <laughs> certainly walking into uh, a lot of situations where nobody knows you, mm -hmm. they're like, they see you as an outsider uh, and you have to quickly make friends and allies to get your job done. Certainly. Um, certainly developed that skill and helped you know, sharpen that ax. Um, I'll say that, uh, you know, just, and also keeping yourself on track is a big thing. Yeah. Um, we are independent contractors as agents. So, Unless you're really bad and your broker steps in and says, look, son, you need to do something different. Um, we are the we're responsible. We're holding ourselves accountable. Right. 
So um, the same kind of deal on a one-man video production outfit, so yeah. to speak. Um, you have to make sure that you're spending your time wisely and you're not goofing off. Um, otherwise, the job won't get done. Or you'll show up late and miss something, which yeah. I've also done, unfortunately. <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So that's good to hear, man. I, uh, I've been working with a video production company lately and seeing the amount of preparation and skill that goes into it. I, I have a newfound respect for you learning that you were a one man show at one point. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I didn't even own <clears throat> everything that I, uh, used obviously. So, um, even like with arranging rental deliveries to the right place sure. at the right time. Uh, and I was also arranging all my own travel company didn't Ooh. have like a travel person. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they just kind of, they just reimbursed my expenses and <laughs> left it up to me. They, they said, hey, don't go for anything super expensive. Um, try to keep it under X amount. But I was doing all my own stuff with that. So arranging all my own travel arrangements and um, video production gear, just a lot of prep, a lot of meetings, a lot of talking about, a lot of fielding feedback from people who aren't video people uh saying well we really like that but we kind of wanted to go in this direction i'm like what do you know you don't know anything <laughs> yeah. about video we'll fix it in post yeah yeah <laughs> right <laughs> right the golden phrase well that's cool man um i still have two follow-up questions there so this might be a silly question but i'm genuinely curious um you mentioned the fun side of the video production world you know getting to go backstage at concerts and festivals and that sort of thing and it just sounds like something you're genuinely passionate about so i'm wondering and i know you're still kind of in the early stages of it but so far how does real estate stack up to that do you find that you have these opportunities for moments where you feel like wow this is a this is a badass career or are we still getting there kind of it's not <laughs> as cool yeah um but uh you know i'm able to have a lot better of a personal lifestyle certainly um so it's a trade-off it is. It does feel good to finally get to the finish line and put somebody hand over the keys. Yeah. And, uh, that really is. If there's any sense of um, implicit reward to this career, it's handing over the keys and putting somebody in a house that they love. Um, that's one of the things I was actually talking with Joe recently about. Um, that uh, the kind of weekly grind of being in this industry, it's hard to point to, so like, I'll give you an example in with video production or say, or I were manufacturing some widget, you can look at that widget and be like, okay, I'm proud of the thing that I made mm -hmm. once it's done, regardless of how much you sold it for. Right. Um, with real estate, unless you go to closing, it's hard to quantify exactly uh, what, you know, the, the manifestation of what you've done for the week uh, and feel proud about it. And that's one of the things I'm working on right now is shifting my mindset to be less about outcomes, like stats about closing or uh, production, yeah. things like that, and shifting it to, okay, did I do a job well done this week? 
Is it something that I can be proud of and so that I can take time off and be fully relaxed and blow off steam like I should, like I need to in order to be sustainable um, in this career? So that's one of the things I'm working on as a new agent is uh, shifting my mindset about um, what I'm doing on a weekly basis. I think that's work. Yeah, that's a good outlook to have, man. It's about the journey, as they say, cliche, but it turns out to be true in a lot of cases. Oh, yeah. Um, and you made me think of uh, anyone who really listens to this knows that I'm like a broken record because I repeat things that have come up in previous episodes. But a lot of other agents have brought up the um, the idea that this career can be incredibly rewarding, whether it be you know financially or Otherwise, like you were saying about handing over the keys, that's awesome, right? You made someone's dream come true. Sounds like a Disney thing, but hey, that's what it is. Um, but to get to those moments, it's an accumulation of a long uh, period of hard work. And Joe actually uh, did an interview with Jay Pitts, who's a broker. I don't know what state he's in. I'm sorry, Jay. But um, Jay said something along the lines of, it's like, planting a seed, right? And you're not going to see probably the benefits of that seed for weeks, months, years, perhaps. Right. But when you do, it's quite rewarding. So I think your, your outlook is certainly going to help you out in the long run, man. Um, it's an uphill battle for sure, like you said, but yeah. I'm glad that you're shifting that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to. Yeah. I'm, uh, I think part of it too comes from just switching my career so many times. I mean, I've, I'm sort of measuring it by uh, something that it's not it's it, you can't measure it in the same way as if you were uh, producing a really great cut for a video yeah. um, and see exactly what all that hard work paid off. Um, so, I, you know, it's, um, but I'm I'm getting there. Good to hear, man. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about because uh, on a previous episode we had Emily Haight who. So had a similar journey to yours where she was an agent partner and then she transitioned into being an agent. And we talked a little bit about how the agent partner role kind of prepared her for being an agent. I'm curious to hear your perspective on that. Have you taken anything that you did in your agent partner days and kind of applied it to your agent role? Yeah, so uh, I started as an AP with virtually no knowledge about real estate. <laughs> um, if I started as an agent in that same place, I would be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because everybody who's a realtor knows the, uh, the, the license and the, the course required for the license doesn't really prepare you for the, the real job. Yeah. It's just kind of like a very low bar to set. Um, and there's so much external knowledge that you need to bring to be able to do a good job with a client. Um, so, I'll say that it definitely provided a lot of that background knowledge about real estate. Um, it enabled me to ask stupid questions of other agents while I was here. Uh, and it also prepared me for, um, well, two things actually, um, our CRM and just how our back office processes work. Um, I got a, a pre big preview into that. Um, so I'm very comfortable with the software and the systems that we use. Um, and then also just speaking to people, getting practice, um, speaking to people the way that uh, our brokerage wants, you know, us to, you know, address clients. Um, 
training, um, that sort of thing. And then also just dealing with uh, people who are difficult and they're out there. Yeah. They're out there. Believe uh, it or not. Yeah. So um, all of the above um, definitely helped. I would not be, uh, you know, I wouldn't be half the agent that I am right now unless I went through that process as an AP. Um, I think that I would eventually get there, but it'd be a longer road. Road for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you invested a lot of time, man. Um, do you think it helped you prepare for rejection in any way? Because I know there's a lot of not necessarily cold calling, but something similar to cold calling as an agent partner. Yeah, for sure. Um, that the AP role definitely did that. Um, I'll, I will say that my my previous sales role also did that. Fair. Um, <laughs> my that last role was almost entirely cold calling. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm definitely hardened against uh, you know rejection and and that sort of thing. Luckily, they call through to us, and um, there's enough people that are truly interested that it doesn't bother me anymore yeah. when somebody doesn't call me back or text me back or whatever. Uh, it just means they're not ready yet, and I I don't care. Yeah. On to the next, right? <laughs> I mean, it's that's the mentality I choose to take uh, because, um, you know, they're, they're just not ready yet. It, it, I'm certain, well, I'm pretty certain that it doesn't have anything to do with me or what I said or did. Um, unless I really screwed up, then it's an opportunity to uh, turn inward and figure out how I'm going to do better next time. Um, but uh, yeah, if they if they reject you, in in most cases, it's they don't they don't reach back out to you. Yeah. If if you are trying to follow up with them properly, like you should, um, and they are not responding to you, that just means that they're not ready. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely prepared me for for uh, rejection. Well, that's a fair assessment, man. Um, you, you can't really take that stuff personally, and I'm sure there are plenty of fish out there that you can uh, cast your line out to. Oh, yeah. Um, Sounds like dating, by the way. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it's, I've heard that parallel many times. That, that parallel's been made. Uh, <laughs> that uh, sale, The sales and dating sort of thing. Hey, they prepare you for one another in turn, I right, suppose. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Austin, you touched on earlier uh, your biggest strength, which is adaptability, which if I were to make a pie chart of the answers that I get to the question when I ask people their biggest strength in this role, that would definitely take up a big chunk of it, which is great because I think that is crucial. Not only is the industry ever changing, the role is ever changing. You do different stuff day to day, I'm sure. Um on the flip side of that coin, everybody has obstacles, weaknesses, however you want to slice it. I'm wondering what yours is and if it's something that you're still kind of um, dealing with or if it's something that you've already gotten over as you've gone through this career. Yeah, so um, the flip side of being adaptable um, is that sometimes if you're like me, uh, you don't give full effort long enough mm. to see the results uh, you expect things to happen right away yeah and um, if they don't um, then you start thinking of okay what are other things that I could be doing that might be better use of my time um, and so that is definitely something that I am struggling with uh, right now 
uh, well, not struggling, but I'm, I'm working on it. Sure. Uh, right. Um, I know that it's not going to happen right away and I shouldn't expect it to um, because I'm planting a lot of seeds right now and I have been. Um, and I'm starting to see, you know, the fruits of those, that labor. Um, but uh, yeah, just keeping your head down and focused is sort of the flip side, the challenge of being adaptable and creative. You're, you're looking for a way around the problem where really uh, the best route is straight through it. Um, so that's something that um, my mentors are, are definitely helping me with right yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of mentors, you're in the uh, Alison Bresciani boot camp. I am. As it were. I'm in the last week of my, <laughs> I'm in hell week. My last week. Uh, boot camp or week of boot camp. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. How, how do you think that has uh, impacted your, your trajectory so far? Oh, it's, it's been awesome. Um, I think that uh, if Allison weren't there to teach us all the stuff, we would be calling our, uh, you know, our team leaders constantly. And uh, they're not team leaders anymore. What are they called? Agent advisors, I they're, want to say? N- Something maybe. like that? I'm still I'll put it up, that. you know, on the yeah. screen or something. Fix that in post. <laughs> um, We'd be calling them constantly and they'd be pissed off because they're in the field. They're trying to make it just like we are. Yeah. Right. So um, I'm very thankful for Allison and uh, as well as Debbie Bruner, who's another great mentor for me. Um, And uh, uh, just other agents also that I seek mentorship with. Um, the, uh, The training from day one, it's like drinking from a water hose or fire hose. Um, it's a lot of information, um, stuff that was not reviewed in the license course whatsoever. Um, but nonetheless stuff that you need to know to close a deal. Yeah. So, and do this job. Um, so, uh, it's helped tremendously and I'm looking forward to continued trainings here. Definitely one of the reasons why I'm here and not at some other brokerage, Yeah. Um, that uh, kind of just sets you on on your own mm-hmm. to figure figure it out. I don't know how agents who uh, don't have that kind of support get started. Truly, in today's world, because it's from everybody that I've spoken to uh, in this industry, it's a lot more complicated today than it was, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm very thankful for the support that we have here. Well, it's good to hear, man. I'm sure you're you're on the right path. I'm excited to see how things turn out for you. Um, if you hadn't chosen real estate as your career, perhaps we definitely did a deep dive into your, your video or videography uh, background, rather. So I'm wondering if you could choose an alternative career, would it be the video production world, or is there something else that you've perhaps imagined? Uh, so when I was young, I wanted to be. Um, a uh, pilot in the Air Force. And, right on. Um, I quickly realized that my vision was well past uh, acceptable limits, even pre-LASIK. Um, <laughs> like you, there's like a pre, pre-corrected or uncorrected vision can't be worse than Oof. X, and I'm well past that. So oh, that man. was kind of uh, out the door. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think um, a lot of these skills are translatable. Um, 
probably some kind of sales role. Yeah. I don't know. Um, thing is I can't sell something I'm not passionate about. I can't, I, and not just because I feel like a sellout. It's just, I can't muster up the enthusiasm sure. about something I don't care about. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what that would look like, but selling something I'm passionate about. I relate to that a little bit, man. Although I'm not selling anything, I couldn't have this discussion with you if I didn't at least care a little bit about what we were talking about. Right, so. <laughs> right, right. That definitely makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, man, we kind of blew through the questions here, Austin. You've definitely given me a good glimpse into who you are. I know we've worked together for some time, but I never really knew all this about you. So it's been cool to hear, man. It's kind of like I'm interviewing for a job. Yeah. So Am I hired? I say that all the time to people, okay. man. Some of yeah. these questions like, What's literally, what's your biggest strength? What's your biggest weakness? Yeah. It does feel that way, certainly. Yeah. But I think it's good, man, for people to get to know you. And um, it's nice having agents from like all different stages in their career on here and to hear those perspectives. So thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I have one last question for you, my friend. Yeah. Uh, if you could give advice to agents who are new out there or even agents who are just struggling with where they're at in their career, uh, what would your advice be to them? Uh, ask questions, um, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And if you need help, ask for help. I mean, it's so stupid, but, uh, you know, I hear about people just struggling and not seeking the help that they need. Sure. And unfortunately, if you haven't figured this out yet as an adult, um, other people aren't always going to figure out that you're struggling um, until you say something, right? Um, so I would just encourage people to reach out, find mentors, uh, ask questions, and just continually work on being a better version of you in that role. Um, I think that uh, the best people in our, you know, on our team started as novices and um, they just grew tremendously through asking questions through experience um, and uh, you know, taking advantage of this support system that we have here yeah. so i would just encourage people to ask more more questions and ask for help i think that's great advice man that was one of the things i learned early on in my professional career in fact my first if you could say real job, um, there was a lot to learn, a lot of different things that you had to be knowledgeable about that I obviously wasn't when I started. And I quickly realized that I can pretend to know what I'm talking about, or I can pretend to know what I'm doing, but it will not end up well for me or the people that I'm assisting. Therefore, quit being embarrassed and just ask for help. There's right. no shame in it, and that's how you get better. The, I will say caveat to that is also there is an element of truth to fake it till you make it. That's true as well. So that's true <laughs> also. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, most of that applies to just your attitude and swagger. Yeah, confidence, man. Um, when it comes down to like the nitty gritty details, ask for help. Truly. Like, don't pretend like you know something that you don't. Especially if you're dealing with contracts. Yes. Word of advice. <laughs> yep. Well, awesome. That's great advice, man. I appreciate you coming on once again, sir. It is a Saturday. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. Shout out to you, my friend. Uh, before we wrap it up, is there anything you want to promote social media or maybe your favorite movie? I don't know. 
Uh, no, I haven't really seen any good movies lately, actually. Sad. That's sad. Yeah. It's all streaming now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what is my Facebook? I think it's facebook.com slash austin.albritton, I think. Um, I don't have a realtor-specific Instagram yet, so um, stay tuned for that. But um, I'm going to start promoting heavy on Facebook, Facebook video. Um, video is something that not a lot of agents are. Well, it's starting to pick up, but yeah. um, agents need to get in front of that camera. Dude. And I I am hesitant to do it as well, but this is kind of my first foray mm-hmm. into being in front of the camera than instead of being behind it. So yeah. um, how'd I do? All right. Pretty fantastic, man. I'm okay. not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. You definitely gave me a lot of, a lot of good stuff here, man. Cool. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Folks, go follow Austin Albritton. You know you love him. If you just listen to this, how could you not? Thanks for listening once again. Uh, we will see you next week, guys. Until then, make sure you are tapped in on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, which I always forget, at The Real Estate Playbook. Hey, man. Um, and the website is therealestateplaybook.com. If you want to be on the show, fill out the form there, for God's sakes. Uh, what else is there? If you're listening on Spotify, click the little heart. If you're on YouTube, Mm. click the little subscribe. Leave a comment. It never hurts. We love you. We'll see you next week. Oh, happy 4th of July. Happy July 4th. (laughs)